So I want you to go to 2 Corinthians with me to chapter 4. I'm not going to keep you long, but I do want to speak to you about this because this is what the Lord is saying. And after this afternoon watching what I was watching, I know I am on, the, I'm on it. And, uh, and I say that most humbly. So I would, I would ask you just to, in your private time with the Lord, go to the Beatitudes. Just spend a lot of time there. Listening, reading it, reading over, amen. And between your quoting of scriptures, spend time in the Beatitudes. Blessed. And I'd like you to go over to Revelation. And I don't want you to go there now. Uh, to, the, to the letters to the churches. And just, just read. It's real interesting. And then the Second Corinthians 4 is just powerful. Second Corinthians 3.17 says this, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage, freedom. We receive this. I'm asking the Lord tonight to make me freer than I've ever been before. I'm asking questions like, Am I really enjoying life? I, I don't need the things to make me enjoy it. I'm just, am I enjoying it? Am I just enjoying living? Not existing. Not just going from work to things, to do things, from meeting to business, you know, but am I really enjoying life? Because it's time to really live. It's time to enjoy everything that we're doing. When was the last time you heard the birds? When did you sit long enough to listen to them? When was the last time you, you lay on your back and watched the clouds? Well, it's freezing right now. You wouldn't do that right now. Well, well in Oklahoma, then it gets too hot, and you can't do it then either. But put on a big coat and go out and just lie back and breathe. When was the last time you were aware of your breathing? When was the last time you took 30 good deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth? It was, some of you would love to get to a good book, but you're so spinning in the inside you can't even get to it. You're so wound up that it would take you a week to unwind even if you did take a vacation. That means we need two weeks. How many people release your faith right now for a two weeks vacation? Hallelujah. Come on, two weeks vacation. Wouldn't that be nice? Somewhere that you could lie on your back and watch 
a cloud. Not lots of clouds, a cloud float across a blue sky. Something about 81 degrees that you could breathe. Jeremiah was 13 the other day. We took her for lunch, and the guy asked her, what would you like? And she says, I'll have a mocktail, please. <laughs> and I said, wow, we're really starting 13 off with a real bang here. <laughs> and he said, little lady, I didn't say cocktail, I said mocktail. Non-alcoholic, just in case someone was listening. Wrongly. Man, I'll tell you, the Brits start them young on the drink. <laughs> no, the Brits don't drink. And the guy latched onto it. She was 13 and said, Oh, limoncello. You like limoncello ice cream? It was a beautiful thing he did for her. Fun. It was so much better than a Coke. It was so much more fun than Dr. Pepper. She said, steady on, it's not that good. mothers over there and she said water would be fine what's wrong with water 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 would be fine I'm kind of kicking her under the table saying it's her birthday for goodness sake it is her birthday say whom the sun sets free it's free look at you never say I'm free from your judgment praise the Lord Now, if you go to dinner with someone and you're healthy and the other person's not so healthy, and you're sitting there with your lettuce, and they're tucking into their cheesy fries dipped in ketchup and all of these different things, you are going to have to really work hard not to offer judgment towards the ketchup french fry Dipper loaded down cheese. Have you ever went to, to dinner with a healthy person and felt condemned? Why are we laughing? How many people has that ever happened to? And you were the healthy person. But you just find someone that was actually more radical than what you are. <laughs> Shut it out, leave me alone. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to get a revelation. Yeah. Right. Hallelujah. And I don't need your condemnation. <laughs> All right, so if you want to go to lunch with me, then 
you stick to your plate in your side of the table, and I will stick to my plate on my side of the table. In other words, leave me alone. Because this judgment thing is all over the place. Condemnation is, is, is ready to lay hold of you at any time that you're not in, that you're just not lined up with the expectation of another. Well, brother, I thought you, I didn't know you had stuff like that. What do you, what do you mean? I didn't know that you ate stuff like that. Um, 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 well, and now we get into, well, I don't normally eat this. Okay, let me help you all. Well, I, you know, I just fancied some of that today. Haven't had it in a long time. And I were lying like a dog to free ourselves from the justification and expectations and condemnation of the food police. Eat what you want. That's what you'll become. <laughs> you, you are what you eat. <laughs> Come on, shut it out. I'm going to make it. Just look at your neighbor and say, I said, leave me alone. Isn't it amazing? You can have an amazing time with Jesus and then get with people. And people just ruin it. You just had this nearly outer body experience. And then you get with people and their expectations just, man, run you off. This was good to come out on a Sunday night to hear this. You know, people will say, you know, don't say those things in front of Paul, you know, or Pastor Paul. But you can say whatever you want to say. You know, that's up to you. But death and life are in the power of your tongue. <laughs> so you can say what you want, but you will eat the fruit thereof. You don't need me to help you die. We do a good enough job on our own. You don't need me to help you judge yourself because you do it big enough. The biggest enemy you have is right inside here. The, the greatest enemy you will ever meet is inside your head. But greater is he. That's in me than he that is in the world. The greater one's living in my spirit. 
But I'm telling you, I have, a, I have a clumsy old whatever jobbing at me night and day in my mind. You'll never, you'll not, you'll not. Look at this. You never make it. You never done it. Look at that. You couldn't even do it. You said you were going to do a fast and look at it. You at more than what you ever at. How many people ever decided to do a fast and you ended up eating more that day than what you've eaten in three weeks? It's the truth. I know this is not good teaching for some. I know that other people would like me to give you the Greek on several things. But you'll just go out and just live normal and deal with the devil in your head. Amen. No evil shall befall me. But I can tell you, you're trying to live up to what everybody else thinks what everybody else expects, when everybody else, whatever, honestly, my, my world at times is, is exhausted, trying to please everybody. It is virtually impossible, because once you please one, it upsets the next. How many people have ever had a moment like that? You just got one quieting down and another one starts. You got this voice silenced, and you're like, oh, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. And over here, this one's starting to rev up. <laughs> Wait a minute, you might have pleased them, but what that pleasing them didn't please me. <coughs> and it's like that in our families. If you have any more than one child growing up, I remember even growing up with two sisters. I was the boy in the middle between two girls. You just couldn't win. And I learned a few things. And Jeremy thinks I'm a pushover. But I'm telling you, I got her. <laughs> Paul is telling everybody here that it hasn't been too good. It's been a lot of pressure, guys. But guess what? We're still standing. We've had a lot of stuff come our way, but guess what? We're still moving forward. This is 2 Corinthians 4. He says there's the God of this world that has blinded people. So don't spend your time trying to convince people that are blind. They don't know any better. But the believer should. Because the Spirit of Christ lives within us. I always say when rules become stronger than relationship, now we have issues. Say it again, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm going to give you 
startling revelation. All the days of your life, you will never please everybody. So you might as well just relax. You might as well just relax. Say that with me right now. I relax. Like you've just got this squeaky toy stopped and somebody else stands on another squeaky toy over here and it's the enemy because he wants to weary you <laughs> I sense the joy of the Lord I'm just working at this. Some of you are like, oh God, did I come out for this? And others are getting free. Just pray in the Spirit and let Tam Tamara have a moment here. <laughs> Obviously, this was just for her. <laughs> All of this, you, that means you're off the hook, the rest of you. You're saying, thank God it's not me he's talking about. <laughs> it's just so frivolous, Pastor Paul. I mean, if you wouldn't be so frivolous, you could grow this church. Man, this church is growing. But we're growing on a whole lot more than just numerical. Amen. I'm telling you, the lights are coming on all over the place. And the devil's not able to do you like he used to do you, I can tell you. You're not, you're not like you used to be. You're not. I've had people come to me at times and say, Pastor, I'm telling you, I don't know, I... I used to have this nice relationship with the Lord, and I seem to have lost it. Where, where did you lose it? I mean, is, is that supposed to be my issue? Thank God you lost that religious little twee, sensual relationship with you and Jesus over a coffee. This is a whole lot more than just you and Jesus over a coffee. This is about changing the world. This is about changing the nation. I'm telling you, I think I'm a hippie. I'm a bald hippie. <laughs> I think I'm a bald hippie. I'm telling you, I, I love those guys. If I had been born then, I would have been with them. They were my type of people, Pastor Gary. I mean, they were my, they were my type of people. They're loving Jesus and hanging out like a bunch of grapes. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I'm not doing very good with this message.
Verse 4, in 2 Corinthians 4, let's go there. I'm not going to keep you long. <laughs> oh. 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 Man, that was, oh. Oh. Now I'm going to go into intercession for somebody. He's sitting there. I don't like this message. You're putting me in intercession. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that's tight. Stop that. Just receive it. We don't need to intercede for you. Just say yes. I take it. I take it. It's me. <laughs> oh. Woo. Huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. If he does that one more time, I'm leaving. <laughs> Lift your hands. Just lift your hands and say, money. Just, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Some of you are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we going to do for money? What are we going to do for money? What? 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 I heard that in the Spirit. What are we going to do for money? <laughs> What are we going to do for money? <clears throat> Whoa! Whoa! I tell you what you're going to do. You're going to praise Him, glorify Him, bless Him. <laughs> You're going to get yourself drunk in the new wine of the Spirit. Amen. You're going to get up and praise the Lord and dance and give Him glory and magnify His holy name. I heard that in the Spirit. What are we going to do for money? It's something you've been asking the Lord. It's, it hasn't turned out the way you thought. What are we going to do for money? <laughs> money cometh. Money cometh. Come on, the spirit of faith is here. Come on, release it right now in the name of Jesus. Come on. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Rapanakri kesir gagasane, vindri kesir kapreha kanangri, vir stovara mana sora papranasolo koprapenaini, veniki vela kazala manakani vinsa, vengelo poprapedesa lamani zoloma kalaya, zemala kapalanasolo mara to from Gianna Stomana. I knew. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell you this about the seed eater. I knew that what was happening in my house with that overflow and that flooding 
was trying to steal the seed. I go to Karen, I said, I don't want to do this. I, I just don't feel in my heart that we, we have to do this. I, I don't think that this, trust that. There are other times you will know that we need to get this sorted, but there is also a leading within you that you know that there is something coming against you from a devilish, devilish place that is trying to take your finances and gouge holes in your pockets. Well, I declare over you that every hole in your pocket is being sewn up in the name of Jesus. And you're not going to have things brick one after the other after the other. And now you need a new washing machine and now you need this. And, and one thing after the other just cascading and breaking all at the same time so that you have nothing left in the name of Jesus. We take authority over that. I said we take authority over that. I said we take authority over that. <laughs> I know some of you are still wondering what on earth did I come to tonight? You came to freedom. Life. God knows. God knows. God knows even the things that you never spoke. He's working it. Man, he's lining it up. Do not speak against it. Do not open your mouth and speak against the alignments of God. He is aligning, and he knows how to line things up, and he knows how to bring people into each other's lives. And your business, he knows how to get your business where your business is supposed to be because he's all about your business. He's all about your life. He's all about the plan for you. He's all about it. Now get over it. Number one, get over yourself. I'll try this side. Number two, get over yourself. Number three, it's only five points. Number three, get over yourself. Number four, can, do you know what it is? Get over yourself. <laughs> and number five. Get over yourself. <laughs> oh, joy. Joy unspeakable. Carl will tell you that in our house, when we, want, we need to talk about something that's just not whatever, <laughs> I always say to Carl, we're not talking about that now. True or false? Well, some wives may think that, that is, that's horrible. You don't listen. Oh, I do listen at the right time. But I said, what you want to talk about right now is for Monday morning. Not for Sunday evening. 
And why we want to talk about it on Sunday evening is because our flesh... can't wait until domani, tomorrow. A little bit of Italian through there. <laughs> Only word I know in Italian, but it works. Domani. <laughs> I should have received the tithes and offerings earlier. <laughs> Verse 8 says this, We are troubled on every side, yet we're not distressed, we are perplexed, but we are not in despair. I want you to write that in somewhere. We will never be in despair. Come on, say it like you mean it. We will never be in despair. Well, Pastor Paul, you, you would put me into despair. No. 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 Did I say no? So number one, they were hard-pressed, but they weren't suffocated. Have you ever said that this is sucking the life out of me? Don't ever say that again. Because you're letting it know that it's doing exactly why it was sent. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a work in progress. I, this is for me. You all are getting the benefit of this, but this is for me. I can tell you. Because sometimes you do say something, man, this is just, this is sucking the life out of me. No? Take authority over that right now. Let's take authority over words. We take authority over words. In the name of Jesus. Words that we are speaking regarding temporal situations that we know is already subject to change. So why would you agree with a negative temporal? when you know the end from the beginning and you know that this is subject to change and that you know that if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap. I'm going to ask you one more time. When you sow to the Spirit, you reap. You sow to the flesh, you reap. No more corrupted files. Come on, say it again. No more corrupted files. This is a good message. Number two, puzzled, but not utterly baffled. Puzzled, but not baffled. There are puzzling situations, but speak the answer. Don't run around thinking, man, I tell you, this is putting me out of my mind. I can't even get my thoughts together. 
How many people knows at least one person that has said something like that? Not in this room, of course. This is Tulsa. Number three, we're pursued, but not caught. So the devil might chase you, but he can't catch you. <laughs> catch me if you can, my name is done from your mom. Little Larry's Didi for you right there. So the devil might try to catch me, chase me, but he can't catch me. Oh, this is good news. And I might be struck down. But I'm not out of the fight. Just stay off. Stay off the ropes. Get away from the ropes. Because there's nothing like the devil to hang you up on those ropes and beat you. Micah 7, when I fall, I shall arise. Look at your neighbor and say, watch me get up. Come on, everybody, say it like you mean it. Watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me get up. Don't judge me with my present circumstance or situation because as we read on in this scripture, we find that it is temporal and it is subject to change. Now, if the Apostle Paul talked like this and he was able to uh, work like this, then we in Tulsa in 2023 can acknowledge that there is adversity at times that comes against us. And we can absolutely be in the plan of God and adversity rise against us. <laughs> there are some people that don't believe that. They think this is too hard for it to be the plan of God. <laughs> As I said, this message is all for tomorrow. Tamara, sorry. This is the, it's very hard to preach with these people here. I'm going to walk back a little bit and where it's a little bit more honorable. Let brilliant light shine out of darkness is the one who has cascaded his light into us, the brilliant dawning light of the glorious knowledge of God as we gaze into the face of Jesus Christ. We are treasure in clay jars. We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's and not ours. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed, at times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but not out. 
And we continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies so that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. We consider living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. So then death is at work in us, but it releases life in you. Wow. Then it goes on to say this. We have, everybody say it with me. We have the same spirit of faith. That is described in the Scriptures when it says, first I believe, then I spoke in faith. Say this, I believe, believe. therefore Therefore, I speak. speak. Is this important? Is it important? Is it important what you say? Is it important what you believe? Because what you believe, you inevitably are going to say. And if you're saying things like, this is sucking the life out of me, I can tell you, You are more over in your flesh side of things, excuse me, than you are over here in the spirit of things. So we also first believe, then speak in faith. We do this because we are convinced that he who raised Jesus will raise us up with him, and together we will all be brought into his presence, yes, All things work for your enrichment so that more of God's marvelous grace will spread more and more to more people, resulting in an even greater increase of praise to God, bringing Him even more glory. Out of all of this, God is going to get some glory, some high, some way. I want you to shout it out. My life, in whatever way I can, is going to bring glory to Almighty God. Come on, I thank him right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, number one, we're getting over ourselves. Number two, we're getting over ourselves. Number three, we're getting over ourselves. Number four, we are getting over ourselves. Number five, we are getting over ourselves. I've added five more points. Number six, we are getting over ourselves. The devil has nothing on you. You are capable enough of bringing enough destruction to your life without the devil. By believing the lies and believing the insecurities and believing the inferiorities and believing what everybody has to say and believing what's all about and I'm this and I'm that and believing in your past and the things that you've done wrong and how could God ever do this and how could... Let me tell you something. When the grace of God shows up, it's not about what you did, it's about what Jesus did. And you must never forget this. You don't live in the light of what you've done. You live in the light of what Jesus has done. And even if you never got on your knees to pray, you have a prayer that prays for for you constantly. And he is the chief intercessor, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That means you're going to make it. Shout it out. I am going to make it. I feel a preach coming on. Shout it out again. I am going to make it. One more time, I, I'm going to make it. Is Oklahoma going to burn with the fire of heaven? Absolutely. I don't care what the devil does. I don't care what religion says. There's a move of God that's happening. There's a move of God that's sweeping this state. And it's going to challenge us. 
I, I wish I could tell everybody that you were just going to sit in the splendor and the glory of God, and it's just going to be amazing as you as you as you play, you know, uh, with 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 clouds of glory. This move of God's not going to be this. This move of God's going to upend everything. It's going to move everything. It's going to shift everything. It's going to change everything. Our families are coming back into the kingdom. And they're not coming back into religion. They don't want religion. They don't want to just come and be, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Amen? They want a real experience with Jesus Christ. And nothing less is going to do. My neck are kind of intense right there. My, my God. I think I saw him show his teeth. Translation in, in the north of Ireland, we have a saying, Hold your weest. This is this translation, it's from Northern Ireland. Hold your weest means keep quiet. Don't say anything now. This is not the time to say it. Hold your wished. Hallelujah. They talk, they talk like that just north of Miami. <laughs> I'm just reading you this in several translations so that you understand that it's, it's not... It's, it's the same that you're going to make it. But you can't stay down when he's given you the power to get back up. And, and you can't keep thinking like a broke person when God's trying to prosper you. Because if you keep thinking like that broke person, every time you get money, You'll lose it. So God has to give us wisdom on how to do something with that money that will never broke again in our lives. Amen. I want you to declare it right now. I will never, I will never be broke another day in my life. Come on, say it like you mean it. I will never, I will never be broke another day. <laughs> says it like this. I don't know how you say that, but anyway. The weast, oh, it is Irish. But if also as is the case, it's only 725. We're good. We paid for the night, so we might as well stay.
my insides is like, I should just touch myself and lie down on the carpet. I should touch and lie down on the carpet. And just, just say, have at it. These people are too rowdy again. I'm going to just come back here. Some of you folks are saying, I'm not sitting here again. <laughs> but if also, as is the case, our gospel has been covered, in the case of those who are perishing, it has been covered, in whom the God of this age blinded the minds of the unbelievers to the end that the light of the good news of the glory of Christ who is derived image of God, should not dawn upon them. For we do not proclaim ourselves, but Christ Jesus as Lord. But we proclaim ourselves as your slaves for the sake of Jesus, because the God who said, out of darkness the light shall shine, shined in our hearts, resulting in an illumination being given of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure, the reflection of the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ, in earthenware containers in order that the super-excellence of the power might be from God as a source and not from us. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. We are being hard-pressed from every side, but we are not hemmed in. We are bewildered. I love this translation. We are bewildered, not knowing which way to turn, but not utterly destitute of possible measures or resources. That's good. Say that with me. Possible measures, possible measures. Or, resources. or resources. We are being persecuted, but not left in the lurch, not abandoned and not let down. We are being knocked down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in our body the dying of the Lord Jesus in order that the life of Jesus might be clearly and openly shown in our bodies. Moving right along. Wherefore, we are not losing courage, but and if, as is the case, our outward self is progressively decaying, yet our inward self is being changed into a new kind of life fit for the new spiritual existence into which we have been ushered in salvation and constantly being conformed to the image of the Lord Jesus day by day. Now listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. For our momentary light burden of affliction, light, light. So what you're under right now is already predetermined to be light. And he says, there is nothing that will come upon you that he will not be able to cause you to bear. That's good news. Let's thank him for that right now. So when you feel like you're about to lose it, you're not. It's just a feeling. You've come to the end of yourself. Now I like Christ. You're not going to unravel. Amen. You're not going to fall apart at the seams. You're going to make it. Amen. You know, say it again. You're going to make it. Amen. 
physically, emotionally, relationally, financially, you're going to make it. Shut it out. I'm going to make it. Come on, say it like you mean it. I am going to make it. I'm going to make it in every area in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm going to be astounded with the goodness of God. People around me are going to be astounded at the goodness of God. Right? For our momentary light burden of affliction is working out for us more and more, surpassing an eternal heavy weight of glory while we are not contemplating the things that are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. In other words, we are not to be focusing on what we see. It's subject to change. Said again, it is subject to change. Amen. Is Carlos here still? Come along and help me wrap this up tonight. Another translation says it this way. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our inner strength in the Lord is growing day by day. These troubles and sufferings of ours are, after all, quite small and won't last very long. That's good news. So the pressure that you're under is about to give. It's about to give. In the name of Jesus. It's about to give. Once you get over you, there's not much left to get the victory over. I'll say that one more time. Once you get over you, there's not that much to get the victory over. It's the truth. I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Look at this. These troubles and sufferings of ours are, after all, quite small and won't last very long. Yet this short time of distress will result in God's richest blessing upon us forever and ever. So we do not look at what we can see right now, the troubles all around us, but we look forward to the joys in heaven which we have not yet seen. The troubles will soon be over, but the joys to come will last forever. Hallelujah. Well, I enjoyed this probably more than anybody because this is what I'm living out of. And I'm just building myself up in my most holy faith. Saying that whatever's going on is temporal and it is subject to change. I believe that with the distractions and with the, just the, the swirls of the enemy in the day that we're living in, we run the risk of being more misunderstood than ever. Truly. Something happened during COVID. Now I know America's capitalist and I know that we run individualism and all of those different things. But when it comes to the body of Christ, we... We can't just go it alone. We need each other. We were built for each other. That's why, like what I said this morning, we, we have to be there for each other instead of judging each other. What can I do to make this easier on you? What can I do to make this lighter on you? What can I do to help you with this? There's people that they never talk about stuff to anybody because they run the risk of 
being made small in somebody else's eyes. But I do offer caution with just revealing your heart to people. Because you shouldn't just talk to everybody. There are those that you can talk to about certain things, but if you're sick in your body, just get other people in the body to pray with you and believe with you. We can do this. Please don't live in pride and try to write it out on your own. I've seen people over 24 years dead because they wouldn't ask for help. They're so prideful, they called it faith. But they should never have left the earth. They should still be here with you and me. But they didn't want anybody to know that they could possibly be that sick and then be a faith person. But you know what? Top and foremost, I'm not a faith person. I'm a child of God. And I operate with the faith of God, by the love of God, because love never fails. I've said this for years. You get on the love side, you're going to see your faith work like you've never seen it work before. Because everything works by love. There's so many people so focused on faith but yet they're so hard on people. It's so hard on people. Have you ever met anybody that just talked faith all day long, but I'm telling you, they were as hard as nails? Couldn't break their shell open for nothing? Just hard. Suck it up, brother! Tonight we can just talk about the things of God and you can have somebody break out in laughter. What's happening? Medicine. God's medicating them. Lift your hands and receive this. You hear somebody breaking out in laughter in a service? A merry heart doeth good like medicine. That joy overspills their heart. And the next thing, they're, they're laughing like they're giddy. That's God's medicine. Rise them within there. Well, I would be embarrassed as that was me. Then you'll just stay in the same, same state you're in. But I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. If God wants to medicate me and fill me with his medicine and I start laughing, like a giddy little girl in a chair? Well, I'm telling you, more play to me. Come on, Lord, pour it on. Pour on the medicine. Pour it on, Lord. Pour on the oil of joy. Pour on the oil of joy. Come on, pray in the Spirit right now. Pray, pour it on. Pour it on. Pour it on. Pour on the oil of joy. Benjela babalanzala patapalana tibinisi. Bonjela pepalanzala patapalana tibinisi. Come on, the joy of the Lord is my strength. 
I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Blessed is the name of the Lord. Oh, blessed. This is subject to change. This is changing. This thing that's on my body is not the final authority. It is not the final report. Come on. Some of you need a breakthrough. Some of you need a divine intervention.